ascension motivation here. I want to give you a deeper dive into my journey and how I've used these tools that I've talked about in the past podcast to go from the person that I was to the person that I am now. Those of you who know me in my personal life know that I'm a night and day person. And this is how I've done it. So how many of us, me especially, back then, you'd hear successfully talk, you'd hear Tony Robbins talk, you'd hear those kind of people talk about how easy it is to be successful, how easy it is to, to achieve the impossible. How many of us have heard that saying and heard those kind of things and shrugged it off and thought, well, easy for you to say, you were given this, you inherited this, you've got better this. Insert excuse here. I've done it. So I'm pretty sure most of us have done it. Talk is easy. It's the actions that are valuable. But in all my previous podcasts to this one, all the things I've talked about, I've done. So this podcast, I wanted to give you a little bit more in-depth knowledge of my journey and how I've used these things to become a night and day different version of myself. So much so that if I were to meet the old me, I would have thought there's no way that I would become the person I am today. There's not, this is lying. There's no way I'll become this person. I've surpassed everything I thought I would become or I thought achievable in my life by doing the things I've talked about in previous podcasts. And at the end of today's podcast, I'm going to list some tools that I use daily that help with career, being driven, that kind of stuff, financial and fitness, the triangle approach to life that they all kind of intertwine. Your professional, how you handle money and fitness, your personal health. So, let's start 10 years ago. My job at the time, 10 years ago, was paying roughly, I think, about $16 an hour. At the time, that was pretty good. Big minimum wage back then was probably around $12, $13 an hour. So, it was pretty good. Didn't have a lot of bills. I should have been able to, you know, buy a car, put money away. Those kind of things. At the time, I had gone to college. I did my first year criminology and then decided this isn't for me. So I had student loans that were backed up. I could have been paying those off. Made that mistake. Made a lot of bad financial decisions. Paid the price of it down the road. Now, thankfully, it's all behind me. But I was still making okay money for the time. Good and really good considering my bills. But I, I was always chasing the next higher wage, the next higher wage, the next higher wage. But what experience or knowledge did I have to deserve more than, than the entry-level wage? I didn't. But my mindset was so focused on chasing the dollars instead of chasing my experience and knowledge to be sought after, to welcome them more money. I didn't understand that concept. So it took me a couple of years. I jumped around from $16 an hour to an $18 an hour job where I was out of town lots. Didn't like that. Came back to town, got a $14 an hour job. I got a raise pretty quickly with that company. Great people, but just low. Really fun job. Stayed out there for a, almost a year, I think. And then I got on with one of the two companies in town that when I was growing up in high school, it was you either went to university or you got a job with these two companies. If you got on with either one of these companies, you were set. This was a career. These these aren't jobs in the mindset of people in my hometown here. They're careers. So I got on with this one company. I'm still with the company today, just in a different role. 
but I still didn't have the same mindset. I wasn't as driven. I wasn't as motivated, but I, I got on with this company. And it wasn't until an opportunity came up to transition to staff. They were starting this new program. They wanted people to go from hourly to staff. I jumped at it. I still had the same mindset of I was always chasing the next higher wage. So I jumped at it. Thankfully, by all my job chasing in the past and things I've done in the past, they'd given me experience over a collective number of years that I wasn't aware of what I was doing. I think it's just happenstance or just good luck or whatever you want to call it, that all these other jobs played into becoming this position that I was going for. I had a little bit of knowledge in all these different areas, and then I'll hop out in this one role. Once I got into that role of having to be a supervisor of people much older than me that could be my own parents, I had to change my mindset. I had to mature at a much faster rate. Mind you, at this time, I'm probably 24, 25. Now, some people hearing this know people that are young, run crews. I know people that are young. They've run construction crews at a young age. It happens. Those people usually are more mentally mature because of who they have to manage and the job and what it demands on you as a whole matures you and you develop more mature habits for the most part. There are exceptions, of course. So even to this day, like I said, I, I've used all the tools in the previous podcasts and in here to just further cement my driven mindset and to not be content with where I'm in life. I'm happy. I'm humble. Try to be humble. And I'm very blessed to be where I am. But I'm not content. I don't want to stay in this one spot. I don't, I don't want to get comfort. I don't want to be comfy or just, oh, this is my comfort zone. I, I know what I do here. I'm, I'm okay. No, I love challenges. I love being thrown in the deep end of the pool and swimming. I love knowing that I can. I've done it several times. I've had to jump from location to location to location. Thankfully, I've got an awesome wife who's moved with me through all of northern BC with my company that I've been with. And I've had to learn new places, new people, met some amazing people. I still talk to them. But I've been lucky enough that I still love the challenge of being dumped in the deep end and having to, to swim. I love that challenge. I love knowing that I'm going to learn. I'm going to take something positive from this no matter what the lesson's going to be. Whether I win or lose, I'm going to learn something from it. So I love the challenge. So this has developed my major driven career path mentality. And, and being very motivated to in, enhance and increase my wealth of knowledge and experience and how much it helps me in my day-to-day -day job by just taking in all the information and being a giant sponge. This this helps your career immensely. I've even gone a step further and I've and a year or two ago I started reading some books. I wasn't a big reader before this. I like the fiction books, Lord of the Rings, all that kind of Harry Potter, all those things when I was younger. But I didn't like to read. Unless I had to for college or whatever the heck. Didn't like to read, wasn't a reader. But then I started listening to some podcasts, listening to people talk. And they, they talk about reading, reading, reading. You'll always hear people talk, oh, read, read, read. I said the same thing. You know, how important is reading? It's really important to read. Successful people read. And same thing going back to what I said at the beginning of the podcast. We always hear the successful people talking about this, but you don't. It doesn't 
didn't flick a switch, right? The light bulb didn't go off in my head until I started reading. So you got to do one of them first. So just pick up a book by someone famous that you idolize, that you look up to, and read their book. I really liked Dale Carnegie's How to Win Friends and Influence People, and I strongly suggest this to anyone and everyone. It will strengthen your friendships, your relationships, how to talk to people, how to communicate with the world. This is one of my most favorite books for just interacting with, with humans. So unless you're interacting with robots, I strongly suggest you read this book. But once I started reading, you start learning that, oh, this is what they meant by knowledge is power. You start developing ha habits that successful people have. And in doing so, you will become successful just on the sheer fact that you're sharing these same habits that led successful people to become successful and to reach their financial, fitness, career, ambitious, whatever goals they had, they reached it by developing habits you'll read about in, in every personal development book, let's call them, that you talk that, that we talk about or that you'll hear about. You want to learn how to strengthen your mind and how you can push yourself further than you thought you ever could? Listen to Audible or read David Goggins' book. That will sharpen your mind. I listened to his book and I don't run. I went from running 5K one day, 8K the next day, 10K two days later, 16K within, I think, a day after four, or two days later. So within a week, I went from I don't run to running 16 kilometers by reading that, reading that book. Sheer mental power. That was physical pain was, uh, was there. Uh, my cardio wasn't there. But I'm in decent enough shape that I could push myself mentally to get to the point. And that book was... A major thing for me for that so that's still to this day realizing that hey you can push yourself a lot further than you think you can but it goes back to you have to read these books to, to get more knowledge and to understand that there's a lot more out there that you don't have the tools to deal with so how do you get these tools well you got to read things you got to listen to things you got to listen to people that have the tools and let them give you them so now you have them in your toolbox that you can pull out when the situation arises so I strongly suggest reading professional personal development books are huge and listening to podcasts about that kind of thing. Mine is what I'm trying to do. I'm trying to give all the stuff I read and listen to, bring it together, condense it in what I feel has worked for me. And hopefully if you can take anything from one of these podcasts that I've had and it changes your life at all, then I'm elated. That's my goal here. I want to just be able to have a positive impact on your life in some way, somehow, and help you become better than you were yesterday. So career-wise, I continue to, to keep these habits, develop new ones, change them and tweak them as I read more and find out better ways to go about it. Now, with having a good career, you got to be good with your money. So the financial aspect of it. So let's go back 10 years. 10 years ago. Paycheck to paycheck, like I said, making 16 bucks an hour. But I didn't have really any bills. I think I had maybe insurance, a truck payment. If that, I think, yeah, maybe I had a truck payment, a little four ranger payment. So it's cheap. Insurance. That was it. I was, I was living in the uh, basement seat of my parents' house. So yeah, didn't have bills. But still didn't know how to handle money. So paycheck to paycheck. Being that young, 
and even still now people my age you see them trying to look and act rich but doing so leaves you broke look at the richest people the, the billionaires this is a kind of the far extreme version but they don't look super rich they don't wear gucci versace all that name brand stuff granted some of them are quite old bill gates and some other people are quite a bit older but elon musk you know richest guy on the earth could wear whatever he wants if if you walk past you on the street with his COVID mask on and a hat on, you wouldn't recognize him. He dresses like everyday person. Probably shops at Walmart or some other box store. It doesn't look like he's wearing name brand. Mark Zuckerberg, same thing. Doesn't look like he's wearing name brand. A lot of rich people don't spend money on that kind of materialistic things. They don't go drop two hundred dollars for a Versace shirt. Granted, you have the UFC fighters professional athletes where they've got a little bit different money and they're trying to have a look about themselves to stand out but that might be for other kind of business things but down the road when they're doing stuff behind behind closed doors and they're not out in public media they probably don't look that way and act that way they probably look at Shaquille O'Neal bet you when he's on set wears a suit looks fancy tidied up he's not wearing those kind of you know back in the day for me it was Ed Hardy and all that stuff and true religion jeans that were $500 a pair that everyone was chasing after to wear. You know, Ed Hardy, Ed Hardy shirts, true religion jeans, summer of Jersey Shore, Jim Tan laundry, all that mindset. That was people my age at the time. Everyone was trying to look and act rich, but really you're just bore. You're poor, broke, no money. So there's one summer that still sticks with me today. That was a very humbling experience and kind of... Is one of my motivators, my chip on my shoulder, the fuel that I talk about in previous podcasts that I use to stay driven. So one summer, I was living with my best friend at the time. I wasn't working. My parents were living in a city far north, and I didn't have a lot of money because I wasn't working. So I was kind of just mooching off people, being a broke 20-year-old. I think that was maybe 19 or something like that. It doesn't matter. Anyway. I remember one one specific instance where it was, I think, like for a month or a week or whatever it was. It was a, it was a short period of time, and then I moved away for, to try to find work up where my parents were in, in northern northern BC in the oil fields. But I would go to McDonald's during the summertime. They had dollar drink days. So you, for a loonie, a dollar, one dollar coin, you could buy an extra large drink, pop or whatever you want it to be. But I would make that last a whole day because I didn't have any food. My, my, I, did, I was staying rent-free with my best friend, and his mom moved away, so we were basically had a frat house. But I still remember that, where friends would bring over food and help us out, and more so me, because he, he, I believe he was working. I can't quite remember, but anyway, I was as low as I could possibly, almost homeless, except for the goodness of my best friend at the time and his mom to let me stay in their house. Same thing, rent-free. So very blessed for that opportunity. Looking back that I had that or else, yeah, I, I essentially was homeless. I had no money, didn't get food unless my, you know, my parents would send me a couple bucks a week, like an allowance, you know, a grown up adult, 20 years old, 1920, getting money from their parents to, to survive on food. And I just remember that. I remember people one, one time, this one day where I went and got a dollar drink day, I was making it last a day and a friend came over and brought chips from the, the place they worked and. I remember how low I felt to this day and even even how thankful I was that I at the time there's people that cared about me enough to do that 
But even then, I didn't, it didn't click in. I didn't change my behavior and my habits, but I felt really low enough that I wanted to make a change. It clicked something inside me, but not all the way. The light bulb didn't go on, but it did started to change. So fast forward to where I am now. I make fairly good money. I don't know what where I'd be classified in over Canada, but a higher higher tax bracket than a lot of people. I think I would be I'm higher than most than the average household income. My sole income is higher than the most than the average household income. I think that uh, average household is like a hundred grand or something like that or eighty or ninety. Or, anyway, make really good money. But making good money is only half the battle. It's good. But if you have bad spending habits, you'll spend it just as fast as you get it on frivolous things. Go back to the Ed Hardy and True Religion jeans, right? If you're making good money, but you don't know what to do with it, it'll burn a hole in your pocket and you'll go waste it as soon as you get it. And you're back to paycheck to paycheck and you don't have anything to show for it except, you know, maybe fancy clothes, materialistic things, a TV, keeping up with the Joneses, right? Debt. Always got to have a new vehicle every couple of years. I know those people. They keep rolling new vehicle payments into themselves until they, they're driving a $40,000 car that's worth $200,000 because every couple of years they keep trading them in. If you're not good with money, it doesn't matter how much you make, you're going to be living paycheck to paycheck. The really good lesson that clicked this for me was listening to a guy named Grant Cardone and reading his books and the 10x principle he preaches. This was huge for me. This flipped my financial knowledge upside down it made me realize the way i was doing things was wrong and within a year of doing what he said and listening to his message and the overall ideology behind this i own the house i'm living in now not super expensive does what i needed to do for my family for now but i also was able to buy a house for my mom my grandma and my brother and sister to live in. My grandma lives in the basement suite. Essentially, I've got a rental property, but I was able to put my family in there so they have a place to live by doing what he talks about, focusing on passive income. The trick here is you're only supposed to spend 10% of your paycheck on you. Another good habit, this is a tool, so write this down. Take out that 10% in cash that you're going to spend on you, whether it's for fast food, whether it's for clothing, whatever. Take that out in cash. When the cash is gone, you stop spending on you. The rest of it, pay your bills that you got to pay for. Figure out how much you pay for groceries. That's kind of a variable that changes, especially right now in today's economy. And put a big chunk of it away to savings, like at least 30% away to savings, if not more. Make your savings goal. Put that, once again, write this down on your vision board and Figure out how much you need to buy, something you need to buy. Do you need a new vehicle really bad? It's better to pay for it in cash because they'll usually give you a lower deal. Like they'll sell it to you quite a bit cheaper if you have cash than if you have to go through a bank and paying interest, which is just money you're paying to the bank so they can keep making all the profits. But put that on your vision board, right? If you can keep driving the vehicle you're driving now until you can pay for something in cash, which I know is a hard thing to do, or until you can stop renting and buy your first house, Make that a goal. That's Make that like a bill. You have to put X amount of dollars towards that bill every month. And you'll figure out how, how many months you have to do that for before you can achieve that goal. But make that like a bill. You, 
a non-negotiable. You have to put X amount of dollars away to that a month. Like I said, you can make all the money in the world, but if you don't know how to handle money or you don't know how what to do with it, you're going to live paycheck to paycheck because you're going to blow it as fast as you make it. So go back to reading. Read books on financial stability. How to become financially wealthy. What is passive income? How do you get it? Where do you want to put your money? Do you want to invest in stocks, uh, Bitcoin, or do you want to invest in real estate? I personally invest my money in real estate. It's a little bit more stable. It takes a lot more to invest in. The returns aren't as fast, but it's a lot more stable. People always need a place to live. That's just me personally. But teach their own. But like I said, read into each area. Read where you want to put your money. They all have their pros and cons. I don't have the answers for all of them. But I do know that you need passive income. Make your money. Make you money while you sleep. If you're all, if, if the only money you're bringing in is the money that you work for at your job, that's a finite amount. You need to start putting that money in something else and have other sources of income coming in. That's how the successful people get super rich. How the Warren Buffetts and those people make a lot of money. Grant Cardone. These kind of people, these super wealthy people, they realize that you need to put money into something and have that pay you while you sleep, while you're not having to spend time and energy into it because you only get so much time in a day, but you can get something to make you money while you're busy doing something else. So read up on that. That's one thing I completely changed. I went from paycheck to paycheck. Like I said, a humbling experience, dollar drink days and friends graciousness to provide me food for the day to now I was able to return that to my family and put my family in a home that I bought this past Christmas. So the one area that we're going to go into now is your health and fitness. A lot of people want to be fit, be healthy, change the way they look. This is the area where I feel the most confident because I've done this for the past 10 years. So let's go back 10 years, like I said. When I first started training at the gym, local Y, I didn't have really any goal besides vanity. I wanted to be attractive. I was dealing with self-esteem issues at the time, and I didn't know until I started on my journey here, becoming the, the best, better me that I can become, that I had self-esteem issues stemming back from high school and elementary school. And I was trying to make up for them now that I was... 19, 20 years old. This provided many bad habits, got me into bad friendships, bad relationships, extremely bad habits that I did in relationships with women. Not physical abuse, but just infidelity. Um, hanging out the wrong kind of people in high school, hanging out the wrong kind of people after high school, making wrong friendships, keeping the negative people around me that I shouldn't have around me. All the stuff I talk about that you need to push out of your life. Well, I was one of those people you definitely shouldn't have had in your life. But like I said, when I first started, I was trying to make up for all these areas I had wrong with me. And I was trying to do it through the gym. And I wasn't getting results. And I was just going there, you know, like I said, at the time of this, that the start of my journey here, it was Jersey Shore, Gym Tan Laundry. Those were the people that were big. So that was kind of the mindset everyone had when they're going to the gym. So it was good that this was the mindset for quite a few years until I got into the relationship with my wife at the time, or my wife now at the time, girlfriend. When I started dating her, 
I decided that I was going to do a physique show, and I had just recently become a personal trainer, but I, I very new at it, didn't know how to train for a physique show, but I thought, hey, I want to train for something. Instead of just going to the gym, lifting weights, putting them down, I want to have a little bit more structure. I was just starting to develop that mindset of, I'm not content, I want to be in the deep end, I want to have to swim. So, I entered a physique show, I sucked at it, came 11th, I think out of 16 people, but I did it naturally, because I wasn't doing that kind of stuff. I've dabbled in it when I first started working out 10 plus years ago. Very minuscule. Didn't know what I was doing. Did it wrong. But I do know that my limited exposure of it, they work. But when I did the physique show, did it natural. Didn't take my diet seriously. I used to eat like a Tim Hortons chocolate milk ice cap and a cherry cheese danish like every day. Once again, didn't know how to handle money. Wasted money. Didn't know how to have a diet, ate garbage food. Those two things are really good. I still have the odd ice cap with chocolate milk every now and again, but not the Danish. Not nearly as much as I used to have it. So like I said, I did a physique show. I sucked at it, but I did get down to like 5% body fat, super lean. So it was cool to see the changes I could create in my body. I was pretty lean at the time, but just to get that low felt pretty cool. Fast forward a couple years, I, I've been working out, just kind of still trying to stay shape. And then let's say two years ago, I decided, hey, I want to get bigger, right? I've done the super lean. I want to see how big I can get a buddy at work. At, uh, I was working with at the time was uh, 200 and something pounds. Anyway, we had like a funny $2 bet or something like that or a coffee bet to see who can get the 240. I've never even... Got that high when I did that physique show. I think it was 167 pounds at 5% body fat. And now here I am, like, how many years ago was that? Eight years later, seven years later, I decided I wanted to go even bigger. Or five years later or something like that. I wanted to get even bigger. So I was like, oh yeah, let's have a bet who can get this way. Once again, naturally, just eating lots of food. The old mutant mass, massive weight gainers. That you get at like Reflex or Good La or um, GNC, those kind of places. So I decided, oh, I'm gonna have all these foods, stick to chicken, rice, and broccoli, and weight gainer shakes, and see how big I can get. Well, I got up there, body fat got pretty high, but I got up to that goal weight. So it, it clicked in even more in my head that like, hey, I, I made my body transform all the way down to super lean. I also got my body really big. I was still physically fit, probably 20% body fat, still strong, a little slow, a little bit of a gut, but really strong at the time. So that just reinforced my mindset of, hey, I can really get thrown into the deep end here and I can, I can swim. I can put my mind to things and achieve them. So this past couple of months, I went and got my bodybuilding specialist. Just wanted another challenge, wanted to learn more, more experience, more knowledge. Now, when I first started working out, I was vain, you know, wearing those gym stringer shirts and walking around, strutting my stuff. Look at me. Look how jacked I am. And looking back, I was a scrawny little kid where you'd say, hey, abs don't count when you're that scrawny. That was me. Now, my mindset when I'm working out is I want to wear a hoodie. I want to wear sweatpants. I want to cover up. I want to develop in the shadows. I want to be working out and grinding where people don't see. I don't want people to see it. I want to have it. So down the road, people see me and it's night and day. They don't recognize me. I, that's my thing. I want to just leave me alone. Let me do my thing. I'm going to develop 
like old school photos in the shadows in the dark room that's what i'm here to do i don't need to be in the spotlight i don't want to be in the spotlight i want to develop in the shadows and i love a challenge i love seeing how i can make my body adapt to be bigger and stronger so that's currently my goal is i'm trying to get bigger and stronger but also more athletic as i'm playing rugby in the summer times so i'm trying to develop my physical prowess in response to that but anyone regardless of your starting point i had a starting point i was super small now i'm 235 pounds so 10 years 10 years ago well not even 10 years ago was it nine years ago yeah and i was 160 pounds nine years ago 160 pounds 235 bigger stronger leaner than i am leaner than i was then now you can do that naturally wherever your starting point is every just know that everyone's got a starting point you can get to your fitness goals regardless of what they are you just have to realize that you got to take that first step you got to just take one step at a time and don't look at the big picture look at the small picture look at just the day-to-day challenges you have to overcome and through months years decades you'll look back like i am right now and you'll be able to see the same thing that you changed drastically from the person you were to the person you are. So to sum this all up, I have become the person that I never thought I'd become with a job that I never thought I'd get with an income and a wage I never thought possible that surpassed my dream ambitions. My physical fitness and the way I look is what I want to look like when I was a kid watching WWE and the wrestlers you'd see on there. I've surpassed all my goals and ambitions and dreams that I ever thought possible for myself when I was younger, when I was in my mid-teens. And it's by doing the things I talked about in this podcast. They do work. They will work. I'm not some super, super successful millionaire person. I'm more well-off than most. And I can tell you that if you follow these things, you as well will start achieving your short-term, medium, long-term goals. So let's get into the useful part, the part that you never hear about or the part you always have to pay for when you hear ads on YouTube or people are selling books. I want to give the tools away for free. I'm not here to make money. I don't got nothing to sell. I'm here to help you develop and become better. So let's say the we'll go back to the easy one here that I've said lots. Read. Reading, reading, reading will help you learn things and gain the knowledge and experience you don't have now that you will need to become the better you. Find a book of someone who is doing the career or in the same job path you want. Or let's say you want more discipline. You want more motivation. Simply Google motivational books. Books to to increase discipline. Or what I did is I looked up what are the books that successful people read or what's the most or the top 100 books that successful people read and just start picking away at those ones. It doesn't hurt. Reading gives you knowledge, and it's true. Knowledge is power. You can make better decisions in life and move through life more easy if you have the knowledge and tools. So please read a book. Even if it's one a year, just read a book. doesn't matter what it is, what area it's specific to, but as long as it helps you become better than you are right now, perfect. That's that first step. That's the day-to-day challenge I'm talking about. Next one here is key. Vision board. 
when, you, when people talk about this, it's usually corkboard put on a wall somewhere. You put a bunch of pictures up of, you know, like vacations you want to go on or what your dream home looks like or dream job. That's the stereotypical vision board kind of setup. I don't really have that at my house. My kids will wreck it. So I put it on my wallpaper on my phone, what my goals are. Short, medium, long-term as a daily reminder until it sinks into my subconscious. So I move through life making decisions based on my goals. Going back to reading, you need to develop habits of successful people. Well, how do you know what those habits are? You have to read what they do. One of them, for example, is getting up early, right? You don't need 10 hours of sleep. A lot of people that I know say, oh, I'm not a morning person. You're not a morning person because you don't want to be. Nobody likes feeling tired. Nobody likes getting up and feeling groggy and tired, but it's a decision. You can't control how life interacts on you. You can only control how you react to life, right? But if you can get up at 8 instead of 10 a.m., that's two extra hours you've now found to become better. What if you get up at 6 instead of 10? That's four hours. Do you know how much stuff you can get done in four hours if you're super disciplined and driven? Work out. Read a book. Quite a bit of a book if you have another three hours. Write stuff down, tidy your house, clean your room, clean your kitchen, whatever the case may be, if you could find four hours instead of getting up at 10. And the examples go on. When do you normally wake up? Can you get up earlier? Yes, you can. If you make working out in the morning the first thing you do, you wanna talk about how to start your day off with a bang? Take some pre-workout, drive to your local gym. Most of them are open at 5 a.m. Get a workout in. You know how much impact that'll have on your health and wellness if you start the day with a workout a fasted workout even just getting up and going or if you need to because you get hungry grab a quick little protein bar on the way while you're drinking your pre-workout there you go you're wide awake you're at the gym before most people are even awake everyone gets the same 24 hours in a day but what are you going to do with yours to help you become better find out what successful people do for their habits and just copy them simply copy them like i said the waking up early is the easiest one that everyone can do another one that successful people do is read books by reading them you'll you'll find out what successful people habits are and what they do the next one that we talked about here is your money discipline how do you manage your money so if I was to sit down with someone that's struggling with money, struggling with their bills, what I would ask them to do is you write down all your expenses, your bills, everything. Go through your bank account on your phone, which most people have. Look up what are you spending your money on in a two-week period. Are you going to Tim Hortons every other day? Starbucks with your $30, $30 coffees or whatever it is, like super expensive coffees or drinks. I don't even want to try to describe what they are because I can't speak Starbucks. Write all those down. Write all your expenses. Write your income on the other side. Now, you can see where the imbalance is. Just by doing that, you're going to see how much you have left over. If you're in the negative, it means you're tapping into a credit card, line of credit, and that needs to stop immediately because that's unsustainable and you're going to be in a world of hurt in a matter of time. What you want to do is start balancing that out so you have money after you have your bills, your necessities, groceries fuel that kind of thing but you want and then you're spending money is like i said 10 percent, and the rest of that needs to go to savings to 
become a passive income for you. Make your money, make your money. If not, you're basically just working to sustain your lifestyle. If you don't do anything about it, nothing's going to change in your lifestyle. So think, stop, think of that right now. If you don't change your spending habits, you're going to be doing the exact same thing with your money that you've been doing the past little bit. Life happens. Cars break down. Water tanks in your house. Your dishwasher. Your clothes washer. Your dryer. That stuff breaks unexpectedly. Or it seems like when it rains, it pours. When one goes, they all go. So if you don't change your spending habits right now, are you okay with how you're spending and making your money right now? If the answer is no, then it's simple. The first thing I'd write down, or if you have access to computers, do an Excel sheet because it's just easier to put the numbers in. Write down your expenses versus your income and see what things are you spending your money on that you can cut out. Or are you spending too much money on? If you were to do the 10% rule, let that be your Tim Hortons, your Starbucks, your eating out budget. And when you run out, be humble about it. If people want to go to meals and you can't go because you've already spent money, just say, hey, no, I can't. I'm trying to be money disciplined. I'll catch you next next time after next pay period. Be humble about it. Don't think about the judgment, the bummed out, what you're going to miss out on because you're focusing on long term, not the short term. Be disciplined and be money smart. The first thing I would do, like I said, is the income versus expense. That's a mind blowing thing that people don't do that's the very easiest thing you can do to see where you're spending your money and where you can cut costs and change your spending habits so i hope these tools that i've given you can help better you in these different areas i wanted to give you a quick little rundown of where i've come from and then i've used all the tools i talk about in my podcast personally and that's why i talk about them is because i know where i've come from and where i am but i also know where i'm going And I know that these tools that I talk about and these podcasts I talk about can get me there. And I know they can get you there too. If you take these to heart and you truly do these things, you will become a better you tomorrow than you are right now. Remember, the place you're in that you're at and that you're in life right now isn't where you're always going to be and it's not here to stay. It will pass and it will go. You decide if it's going to be for the better or if it's going to be for the worse.